Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Old Roy is in studio once again after a two-week hiatus. How do you feel about that? It's great to be back. Yeah, I think St. Louis probably feels uh, Mm. the opposite of that. I think they're probably loathing this moment, (laughs) which is really weird that they even leave it here, you know? I got to commend the listeners who, when they hear you, they stay. Yeah. Because that that takes some effort. It does. A lot has gone on, though, in the last couple weeks that... Gosh, there's so many things that we could catch up on. Uh, can you believe that the Roe versus Wade news is not... Last time you were in studio, we were talking about whatever. That was not even on the radar. Yeah. I mean, that's been a... In some ways, that's been a game changer. I don't mean politically, but like it's just such big news. I mean, that's a, that's a cultural milestone. That if that thing falls... You know, that that really does change the way that a lot of America operates. And it, it will affect the politics, but it's just such a big deal. And I didn't know if you wanted to weigh in on that before we got to some other things. Yeah, I think it's interesting because you're you're right. It's it's a huge cultural moment. But what's interesting to me is that it it sort of came and went. A you lot don't think it's a lot faster. Well, I mean it's still there and it's still big. Yeah, but it's not the top headline. What and, is the top headline right now? Well, gas prices are supposed to double again. Yeah, I would think that's probably it. <clears throat> isn't it? But but it's you know I don't think it it it's keeping the attention because I think the majority of people, if you force them into, are you for abortion or are you against abortion? Most people are going to be against. Even the even the people who aren't who are consider themselves pro-choice are were still part of that uh, Clinton's safe, know, effective, and, and rare. Right? Yeah, they've dropped. By the way, uh, there I've seen chance people say being safe, safe, effective. They've dropped rare. Well, it was safe, legal, and rare. Safe, legal, and rare. Yeah, illegal, not effective. Right. So, but I mean, I think the the left was counting on this being. This was going to turn everything back in their favor for the midterms, mm-hmm. and it it's not even going to be on 
the radar come midterms. I don't think as as a major voting issue. No, I, I think you may be right. Because there's there's two ways to look at the polling on this issue. One is how does it affect people's voting habits? Mm-hmm. And that's what you're kind of talking about. I've not seen anything that suggests, and I look at polls all the time. I love polls. And I've not seen anything that suggests that this is going to push Democrat turnout at all. In fact, now I don't know that this will happen, but the polling that I've seen suggests that it may actually push Republican turnout a little bit higher than it would have. Uh, Again, I don't think, though, that even that, because it wasn't a lot. It was like 2% higher than it would have been versus 0% higher than it would have been. So I don't think we're we're talking about margin of error stuff. That probably ends up being a wash. I, I mean, think they, I think they blew it, the Dems, because they tried to rush through that. Oh, that terrible, bill. terrible thing. They and couldn't. It, even, they could have gotten Susan Collins on that to cross over Lisa Murkowski, mm-hmm. maybe Joe Manchin, but it was so far left. Right. That they, if they would have done a moderate version of that, it wouldn't have overcome the filibuster. But they could have gotten some bipartisanship on it. Right. Which they didn't do. Right. And I think it goes to. It speaks to. The, the overall <clears throat> issue of is is we've been force-fed this with the anti-Trump stuff really kind of started it, that this this fake idea that there's so there's so many people who are not conservative that we just can't overcome it. And I think every time, and what we're starting to, to finally see is some good news, is is that they they push too far on these far left things yeah. and it just doesn't hold up which which tells me the majority of people aren't with you now that doesn't mean everybody's become a trump supporter i think it just means the independents or the or the the more moderates are not as yeah most of america wants to be moderate yeah that most of america probably in any society not just america most of the population just wants to kind of go along. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily want to be radical and push for any sort of thing. Well, the weird thing about calling a far right person radical at this point is that we're just saying stop pushing left. Yeah. Like just go back to the Constitution, go back to the foundation of the country because it worked. It wasn't perfect. Mm-hmm. There were things, and that, but it was set up so that it could be elastic enough to be made perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a great system because it was set up as a system that you could work within. Right. And that's the point, is that you're trying to change the whole system. That's why when you, you hear systemic change and systemic racism and systemic everything, you're trying to destroy the system. Or you're fundamentally going to change America like, exactly. like Obama wanted to. People just aren't, don't have the, uh, don't have the stomach for it, I think, like you, yeah. like you said. But I think the average person, and a lot of this is probably related to schools. I mean, if you want to wake up moms and dads, start messing with their kids. Mm-hmm. And that's happening. And so it is it is a cultural attack on every single front possible. And it is far left. Like you just gave the abortion example. It's not, well, we want to move in this direction anymore. Because that's the way it's always been. Like the pendulum swings. Mm-hmm. And when it swings back to the left, it always swings a little further left than it did right. And so the country just generally drifts. Mm-hmm. The drift is over. And I think, honestly, it's that Trump came in and turned the heat up all the way mm-hmm. and said, okay, you're going to deal with this? We're going to go all the way in. 
but it forced a reaction, and it looks to me like a knee-jerk reaction from the left. They say, oh, Trump went all the way, quote-unquote, right. Yeah. But really, he just sort of turned the heat up on everything. Right. And so they react now and say, well, then we have to go all the way also. And it's a politically stupid move to make. It is. It's, I mean, it's it's shocked a lot of people. It doesn't, it doesn't shock me because... It, I mean, it, it used, shocked a lot. Of, a lot of people were taken off guard, but not you. Not me. You saw this coming. Nothing. Are you the leaker? Me. I, well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna admit it. On. Let's on, say when we take a break. Yeah, I'll tell you. You'll tell me. Yeah. You, you'll, you'll, you'll take a leak. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I mean we. The reason it, it, I didn't anticipate it, but the reason I'm not surprised that another thing fell in terms of you know the sanctity, the sanctity, yeah. Of it, was it because of what's been going on with with the intelligence communities and all through Trump? There were things that you just didn't do at you know back in the day, mm-hmm. and it's and it's gotten to a point where there's a younger generation or there's a a really partisan uh, influx of of people who just don't honor that. Yeah, and and so it does. I mean, why would it be any different? Yeah. At the Supreme Court. That's actually a really good point. Like all these other things, well, all of the the sort of unwritten baseball rules have been broken. Why why not break them here too now? Right. Because it, that, that's I think that's because these people consider everything. You've talked about this a lot, actually, to your credit, that everything now is considered such a huge crisis mm-hmm. that we govern by crisis. Right. And so everything can be an emergency order. Everything can be an executive order because everything is a crisis. And that's kind of the point. If you try to make everything into the biggest thing that's ever happened, then you can govern that way because you can take emergency powers for everything. Right. And I mean, I mean we're kind of talking about the executive branch there, but we're, we're really talking about all of the agencies, too, doing way beyond what they were intended to do. Well, you take you take any average person off the street, and the whole concept of separation of powers seems to be lost on a yeah entire generation it. of people, and so some young person become comes into <laughs> the judicial branch, and they're still governed by their political yeah ideology, yeah. and and so if there's an opportunity, I mean, and it's not just the you know I'm. I'm more conservative or, or I'm more liberal. It's it's become an all or nothing ideology yeah. kind of a system where it's not just I think more liberally on an issue. It's the other side's evil, mm-hmm. and so anything I do is justified because, because I'm it's better than them. It's them. better than them. It's stopping the evil that could be in the world, so right. I can do anything I want. Yeah, it, it's it it boggles the mind to think that. There are people, and this is this is real. I'm going to say it, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, of course, I've seen this. And it's like connecting the dots. People going, we have to save democracy. Yeah. We have to save democracy. And to do so, we have to eliminate the other party. We have to get rid of a filibuster, or we shoot through executive order, not even use the legislative branch yeah. to save democracy. What? Yeah. What did you just say? Yeah. They, but it's completely lost. And to like the quote save democracy thing is exactly what you're saying. It is a, an excuse for me to do anything I want. Right. I will silence 
all opposition to me in the name of democracy. What? That, yeah. <laughs> Oxymoron. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, okay. So, yeah, you can't talk about election interference. You can't talk about uh, vaccine issues. You know, the, and it'll change. That's what That's what it is right now. But whatever the next thing is, they'll say, you can't talk about that thing because that's a threat to democracy. You're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's take a short break. So we've got... It's been a couple weeks. We'll set this up better in the next segment. But we've got a piece of audio that I think maybe you heard, but that we've enhanced. Okay. Um, That is is basically just a long shot at you. Okay, great. (laughs) Um, We'll be right back. Wiggins America. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Trisha stuck around because she has COVID and she's trying to give it to us. I'm going to share it with everyone. Thank you. You're welcome. Did I share it with you or did you share it with me? Given the way that the timelines worked out, I think you shared it with me. Are you sure? Do you think that I was the super spreader? Because our office got hit pretty hard. It did, but you were uh, patient zero. Is that how you put that? But is is that the rumor? Is there Mm -hmm. a real rumor that I got it first and gave it to everybody? Yeah. Because I think it's possible. Everybody thinks that. I mean, we had station events and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so everybody was in contact with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But I was the first to test positive among everybody here. So joking aside, I think it's very possible that I did give it to everybody. I think it's very accurate that people believe that. Yeah. If you're thinking that people are talking about that and thinking that, then you're right. Yeah. Uh, I Yeah, I think that it's fair to assume that at that event that I even gave it to a lot of people that we don't know about. 
And that's my hope. How was the whole experience for you? I talked about mine great. last week. Was it I, great? Yeah, I had a great Good. time. Good. I'm glad yeah, to hear was, that. Yeah, I was Good. hot and I was cold and uh-huh. that my head was hurt fun. and I was yeah. snotty. I'm still snotty. Did you, my lasting symptom has been just fatigue. Yeah. I can't wake up. You came into my office the other day. You're like, oh, I'm still so tired. I'm like, you're a big baby, whatever. And then about 15 minutes later, I hit a wall like I had not hit. Thank you. <laughs> and it was... I'm yeah. glad. He, well, everybody's it was so exa- different. It's exhausting. Yeah. The, I, so that's the second time I've had it. Same. Okay. My original was in 2020. Worse or better? I think the original was probably worse because I had coronavirus 1.0. Like the, the oh, that's right. You had it the early, first early. Because I had I had it in August of 21. I guess so. It has not been that long. No, since it hasn't I had for it. you. No, I had the original strain, and my whole family did, and it was. It's weird because the expectation at that time was, oh, my gosh, this is going to be so bad. And so I think everybody was heightened about it, at least around us. And then having it be kind of a general cold was like, oh, well, it's no big deal. This time, everybody's kind of over it. And then so you get it and you're like, oh, man, no, this actually lasted longer because I'm almost at two weeks. now. actually, at this point, I am past two weeks and I'm still... I, I feel okay. I just can't get any energy to do anything. Mm-hmm. So this show sucks. Yeah, this is terrible. I know. It explains a lot, actually. I'm glad we did this segment. I was worried. That well, I thought, you know what I'll that, do? Wow, they stink. But... I'll lean on Trisha. Yeah. And then you got COVID. No, I'm tired. And you're tired, too. You gave me COVID. So you brought this stupid story about cargo shorts. Uh-huh. And then we we finished talking Which, about I'm it. I'm not actually over that cargo short thing. I just don't think it's worth going down that path again. Are you going to wear cargo shorts? No. Did you ever? No. You never did? Maybe. To golf? Yeah, on my back of my golfing day. <laughs> That's when I wore them. Uh, That's no. the only time I ever wore. I wore. Co- I think guys like them because you could put a lot of stuff in the yeah, pocket. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and it's like hidden Which pockets. I like them for that. Too, it's like I the guess. same reason that people like going into mansions and finding hidden passageways. That's cargo shorts. <laughs> <laughs> because there's all these secret pockets that you can forget that you put things in, and next time you put them on, oh my gosh, look. Here's a free coupon for a Papa John's pizza. So I think women push back a lot on cargo shorts because men use those hidden pockets and save all those little treasures. Mm-hmm. And then when women go to do the laundry, not to sound sexist, there are so many pockets to check. You're inevitably going to miss a pin or a receipt Ooh, or something. That's a good point. And then it's just chaos in the washing machine. I've, I almost don't get sadder than when I have something about val- And money doesn't do this, which is why money's cool to leave in pockets. But if you have some sort of cool piece of paper, mm-hmm. some sort of baseball card, <laughs> so, receipt, a ticket from a an event. cool piece of paper. <laughs> cool piece of Dang, paper. That I is a cool piece of paper. I know, bro. It's my, it's my cool paper. No. <laughs> or whatever you have in your pocket. If you wash it, that thing's gone. Whatever it is. If it's a coupon, if it's whatever, that thing is a piece of mush. I know. And I try to check. I check hard. But those cargos, the pockets just keep coming. Why why don't we make all paper out of the paper we make money? Because money's fine. Money is, doesn't mush up. Is that actually paper, isn't it? Fabric of some sort? Ooh. Didn't know that if that's true. I don't know if it's true or not. Fabric of our lives. Why are we talking about cargo shorts again? <laughs> we did another <laughs> segment on it. I was trying to talk to you about COVID. Okay. So my experience really quick with COVID was that I got it in December 2020. Yep. 
which was really fantastic because it was over Christmas break. None of us were missing school slash work much. We got we knocked it out. By the time we were ready to go back, everybody was good. This time, it's right at the end of school, so there, there's a lot going on. And when I say school, it's because I have three kids and my wife's a teacher. So just tons going on, tons of sports. Every time I go home, it's event, 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 event. Last night, I had to go straight from soccer here from to soccer practice to a t-ball game to home. I did not rest until it was late. So we're, I'm just exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of when I got COVID the first time, over a year and a half ago, I never got the vaccine. So I got tested 10 months later, had off the charts antibodies still. So I was surprised when I got it a couple of weeks ago. But I think that's the nature of why it mutates mm-hmm. is to get around that stuff. It does. Well, and this one's very different. So when I had it before, I lost taste and smell. <laughs> Back in August, and I had like a mild cold. I didn't feel great, but I wasn't like yeah. my fever was pretty low. But this time, I had like a pretty high fever. Here's the big question: Now we both had, you know, the recent version of COVID. Is this is this something that is forever? Like, is COVID now something we're going to get every couple of years, or what? That's uh. Yeah, I would think probably that's the the topic starter I brought today was from a, a New York Times article. It's um, it starts with by obvious. It's obvious that coronavirus is not going away. So is it? Sorry. Is it, though, that we have to keep testing specifically for covid? Well, like, do, why do we keep treating it differently? Because right now, to me, it is a little bit worse than a typical cold. And may, that may just be me. That may be you. I would assume I would assume if the flu influenza was brand new and we handled it however we handled it, but as a society we were getting used to it, there'd probably be more of us getting the flu every year until we all kind of got used to it. Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm just I mean, thinking... 10 years from now, people might be like, oh, I got COVID, like people get the flu. But do we even, at what point do we even stop testing for it? Because it, at some point the, the symptoms are going to be so mild because it's downgrading, you know, every time it, mm-hmm. it mutates. At some point, it's going to just not even be any different from a cold, which we're close to already. I think we're probably close. We've already knocked it down to the CDC guidelines now. So even if you, if your symptoms are improving, as long as you don't have a fever, you can be back out in public in five days. Mm-hmm. That Could you imagine saying no. that a year ago? No, I mean, we were when I first got it, it was 14 days. Mm-hmm. We were isolated. And you had to be completely symptom-free. You had to feel good. You had to run a yeah. marathon. You had to, like, pay somebody 100 bucks. There was no way to get out of it. Right. I, I agree. I mean, it does. It seems like they've proven their track record so much now that when they say, here are the new guidelines, you go, I'll follow it just because my... Employer, employer needs me or too, my or... school or mm-hmm. whatever is telling me like these are the rules and they but even they know this probably doesn't matter but they're just looking for some sort of guidance probably for liability reasons more than anything and I think that's what drives me crazy is that they say because like we had to come back and they're like we well, got to wear a mask for five days that's CDC guidelines is after the five days of symptoms or whatever you're in the clear yeah you're in the clear but now you have to wear a mask mm-hmm. and it's still just like a bunch of basically a potluck dinner of things them them going well this one we're going to keep this one we're going to keep and there's no real reason but that's just what it's going to be and it 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 bothers me because it's just not based in anything and never was no i agree i think that it's trying to 
like to trying to write put down on paper common sense for handling sickness. I mean, some of point. it is like at the beginning, wash your hands. Okay, great. Let's mm-hmm. wash our hands. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's just common well, if etiquette you're sick, stuff. Stay home if you don't. Stay, feel that's good, what stay we've home. always done. Rest. And the whole, well, you're not contagious after this many days. Well, why didn't you tell us that when we were quarantining for 14 days? Because they didn't know. They didn't know. And they're, they're virologists. These are, that's their job. That's your job to make six figures in the government to do what? Be ready for that? And then you didn't know what you were doing? That's what drives me crazy. Did you see Jim Acosta say he wouldn't, he'd leave the White House if Trump comes back? I thought Fauci said that. That's who I meant. He said it to Jim Acosta. (laughs) Shoot. Jim Acosta is not going to be the White House correspondent anymore? Sorry, I messed that up. He's giving up his job? No, he said it to Jim Acosta. I I would be surprised if Fauci lasts through a Republican Congress, as in like in six months. I saw that news come out, and I was a little bit surprised that Fauci was still around. I mean, he's in his 80s, isn't he? Yeah. He's been working in the government for a long time. Mm -hmm. Has it really a... A terrific legacy. Do you think when Fauci retires, it'll be the end of COVID? Will that be the thing that... Uh, I don't, he's so inconsequential now. Oh, I agree, but just symbolically? Sure. Yeah, we'll say that. Okay. <laughs> Weekends America. Thanks, Trisha. Thanks we'll be right back. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We got Trisha back. We got Old Roy back. Got the full cast back. It's been a good week. Everybody's over getting sick. Uh, Trisha and I had the Rona. Roy didn't. I Roy did just not. was busy. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> just, just like, eh, I don't really feel like coming in. Um, giving you a tremendous opportunity and platform here, and you are absolutely squandering it, if I may say so. Yeah. You did so in that last segment. Yeah. Um, so while you were gone, I had a, a pinch hitter come in and uh, fill in the gap. D to the C, mm-hmm. love the dude. Yep, he played you in a sketch or in a script. Very convincingly. Did you hear this? I did hear it. Yes. Okay. Well, well, what's fun is that I took that and actually we just we just added more to it. Oh boy! <laughs> so at the very end of this segment, I'm going to play that for you. Maybe get your reaction a little bit because there's there's more to it than even that you heard. Okay. And of course, if you didn't hear it, you'll be hearing it for the first time with it in all of its glory. So stick around at the end of this segment. We'll do that. I wanted to ask you about 2,000 Mules, though. We don't have a ton of time here, but mm-hmm. ha- you, you haven't seen the movie, right? I haven't seen the movie. I've seen the 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 preview, and I've, and I've read some stuff about it. So you're familiar with the concept and what Dinesh is doing? Yes. Have you seen any other, other Dinesh D'Souza movies? Yeah, I've seen pretty much everything he's okay. done, read his books and all that stuff. We're, so. we're pretty much in the same boat then. Yeah. I have... This sounds like... 
uh, the kid who the teacher goes, have you filled out your book report? And he's like, no, but I... I did that because I thought that would benefit you. <laughs> so that's where I'm coming from here. But I really did. I've waited to watch the movie. I mean, partially just because when I get home at night, if we have soccer practice or we have whatever else going on, the night's shot and mm-hmm. I can't sit down and watch a movie. And I really want to watch it with my wife because she loves Inesh Souza, mm-hmm. And he he does a great job. I mean, the dude, when I heard 2000 Mules was coming out about three or four months ago when maybe the first trailer dropped... I said to the people even in this office, get ready. That's going to be a game changer. And not because of anything other than I know Dinesh D'Souza does really quality work. And when he puts something together, he can back it up. Right. He's not. There's a lot of documentaries out there that they do a good job presenting a case. But when you examine the case, it can get a little flimsy. Yeah. And so there's... There's a lot of people going, you got to watch this document. There's Everybody's always telling you got to watch some documentary, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's got the most unbelievable information. you got to know it. Well, I get that. But with Dinesh, he's got such a great track record that I knew if he was going to approach election integrity, it was going to be a big deal. And I think that we're watching that happen. Now, it's happening just like all other conservative media does under the dark of night yes, with absolutely nobody willing to shine lights on it. And so every individual has to go do something on their own to make it a big deal. But we have. The thing is going back into theater right now. It's back in theaters again for a second weekend. It was a pretty limited early release because nobody mm-hmm. really knew that, you know, if you're a theater owner and you don't listen to conservative media like exclusively, you don't even know what the heck that is. Right. So I don't blame theaters for not carrying it. But it, the movie did so well that now theater owners are going, oh, this is this has got those like cult following legs mm-hmm. where a, a Napoleon Dynamite opened in a few theaters and then people went wild on it and then it just opens it more and more and more and more and more. So we're watching that happen, which I think is very exciting. But I deliberately have not watched 2000 Mules because I, I know so much about the content and I've researched True the Vote and I've seen a lot that I feel pretty informed about it. But I, I've kind of wanted to wait partially just because I haven't had the time to do so and I want to give it its proper measure. But um, I also think that I want to be a part of sort of the the wave of it that's happening. Mm-hmm. And if I watch it right now, then I'm, I'm going to cool on it within a couple of weeks and not be talking about it as much. But if I wait and watch it in three weeks, then I might catch the top of the wave where everybody's starting to know about it. And so that I know that sounds like the old, well, I didn't do my book report thing, mm-hmm. but I really have been kind of deliberate in that. So maybe you're in that boat. But I think this I think this is a game changer, do you? I hope it is. Um <clears throat> I'm I'm skeptical just because a lot of people don't know, like you said, if if they're not engaged already, they don't know Dinesh D'Souza. Yeah, and the people who kind of know of him, he's been painted on the left, you know, and and not as a kook, but just just as another Ben Shapiro, you know. Yeah, another. yeah, because he's hard to he's hard to box in. Yeah, but as far as the content of it, it's tough because I get what you're saying. I don't know that I that I would fall into that because it's stuff that. I, I mean, I'll say we already knew, but we we already believed. Oh yeah, you know it. It, it was 
there was clearly something going on that night of the election. Well, this is all stuff leading up to it. I mean, this is stuff that even th- in well, October, the drop the drop boxes yeah. and all that stuff. You know, it it's it's not like any. I don't think there's going to be any revelations in there that I wouldn't I wouldn't look at it and say, well, yeah, I kind of figured, or that doesn't surprise me. the The preview that I saw, he sits down in a room with. Dennis Prager and Prager a couple other and, people. And some of those people. And the fact that they were all skeptical, you know, kind of like Tucker it, it, at the beginning on election night and right around kind of, <clears throat> I soured on him a little bit because he was being that super cautious, well, we don't have any proof stuff. And that's kind of what this preview shows those guys, these, these conservative leaders saying, you know, we all kind of know something was screwy, but, I, you know, I got to see the proof. And, you know, hopefully it'll convince some of those people uh, who who didn't want to go in on any kind of conspiracy theory. Um, I don't have a lot of hope it's going to change anybody's mind on the left. Here's I, I knew you well enough to know that that was going to be your answer, is that mm-hmm. you're like, yes, this is a, a good thing. Yes, it's good to get it out there. No, it's probably not going to do anything mm-hmm. because that's the way you are. And I get that. Like, I actually really – I've been down that road too many times too, and they always end up cul-de-sacs, and mm-hmm. you're always frustrated. Yeah. And probably a lot of people listening right now in the same boat. Yes, I've seen a lot of different random things. No, I don't believe anybody is doing anything about it. But that's where I think this movie is going to change that. And not just because it's a big deal. Not just because a lot of people are going to see it. And not just because he puts together really good movies and and has solid evidence and can really refute the fact checkers. I've been watching the fact checkers and even Mm -hmm. watching his response to them. Um, And he's got an airtight case. However... The reason I think this one is going to change things is because it wasn't just 2,000 people that he's got. 2,000 people is where he he drew the line Mm -hmm. and said, if you visited 10 or more drop boxes within this certain amount of time, and we've got you on video and, you know, a number of other things, then there are 2,000 of those people. There are a lot more than 2,000 people. Yeah. And... They know where they were visiting. Now, this is not in the movie, and this is where I am like, I wish you could have put this in the movie, but I think there's some liability reasons why they're like, we'll release that information. We're just not going to do it in the movie so that we don't get sued. But they know where they were going in between drop boxes. And the implication is these are, they, they call them quote unquote nonprofits. That's all they say. Mm-hmm. But you're talking about probably political action committees. DNC headquarters in some cases. Now, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that that's what True the Vote has been leaking, that that's probably what we're talking about here. And I think they're scheduled to be in releasing that information quite a bit, like in compliance with this movie. <coughs> Excuse me, but not, I don't know. Like they're being careful about it because they're, they know they're setting themselves up for lawsuits, basically, mm-hmm. which is fine. Like be careful. That's fine. I mean, we're a year and a half more past it now. Like, I'm in no hurry now. Like, do it right. Yeah. But the minute they start connecting the dots between these people and the money, because these people were being paid. These weren't just volunteers. Maybe some of them were. But when you talk about that many people 
All you need is one state's attorney general or secretary of state in any one of these states to start looking into who these individuals were and start telling them, we have you on video putting way too many ballots in a drop box. That's a federal crime or a state. I don't even know. It's a crime. Mm-hmm. We're going to throw the book at you unless you tell us who paid you. Then the whole thing starts to unravel. And I don't have a whole lot of confidence in all these people in these swing states, but it only takes one. And there's so many people that they could do that to that all it takes is one. And then you can start tracing the money. And if they start tracing it to the right organizations, the whole thing starts coming apart and they start singing up the ladder. That's why I think this one's significant. I can see that. That that makes sense. And and I in fairness, I think probably my skepticism is based in part on they they're not going to undo and say sorry Biden that was a you're yeah. out Trump you're back in. Yeah. Um so maybe maybe adjusting my expectations as to what is an appropriate accountability yeah. level for people it, you know that I can see that. Yeah. That, I mean, it's going to take somebody coming. stepping up and saying, I'm going to take this on. And so far, those people have been rather unreliable. But I mean, even if they could find it in a state that's not in the movie, like I don't care if it's DeSantis. Well, I don't care if it's Florida. You know, who cares? You know, even in, in some, to some degree, maybe even more important than than an attorney general or somebody even if just a handful of media people start recognizing, get off of their, um, you know, I'm all in against Trump mm-hmm. soapbox and just say, wait a minute, there is something screwy here. And then just a handful of media people actually start doing their job again. That would be a win. Well, yeah. I mean, I think we're going to see lots of small victories out of this thing. I just... Mm-hmm. It, the small victories are just not enough. I think we we have to see big victories for things to change. Otherwise, you know, we're gonna have we're gonna have ten dollar gas, and we're already moving in the direction of the consequences of having a president that was selected. Yeah, I mean, the, oh, so many of the issues we're talking about are affected by that one issue. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, so reverse there. You're usually the skeptic, and I'm usually like, ah, something's going to happen. <laughs> now I'm skeptical. But I do think something's going to happen. Okay, uh, 30 seconds. Let's reset. We'll come back. And we're going to absolutely roast old Roy. <laughs> he kind of knows what this is, but not entirely. Stick around for another 30 seconds. All right, so you heard a version of this, mm-hmm. and it's called, uh, well, it's a fake commercial for an ad for erectile abundance. Right. Okay. Yeah. And you are the patient in this commercial, but you weren't even in studio for it. I was going to make you read this, and that would have been funny, but then you weren't here. So I just had somebody else play you, but I I still called you Roy. (laughs) So uh, if you missed it, here it is with some extra testimonials. Do you struggle with erectile abundance? Hi, I'm Dr. Richard Bonensteel, and if you struggle with erectile abundance, this is the best news you'll hear all day. I've got an all-natural supplement that will decrease blood flow, and it's medicine-free. It's called reverse beer goggles, and yes, they are glasses, and man, do they look dumb. But that's not all. 
While they do make you less attractive, they'll also take the object of your affections down from a 10 to, I don't know, we'll say a 3. But don't trust me. Listen to one of our satisfied erectile abundance customers. Hi, my name is Old Roy. I struggled badly in the supermarket, in the lumberyard, and even in the pool. But then I got reverse beer goggles, and man, do I look dumb. Plus, they made everyone I looked at go from a 10 to, I I don't know, well, say a 3. When I first met Old Roy, he had such a bad case of erectile abundance, he thought he could never be cured. It was embarrassing for him, for his family, and for everyone, everywhere, all the time. It was terrible. He was a miserable human being, a cast out, a human dreg. He had problems being in public, ever. Old Roy wasn't allowed in her office for a long time because of that HR issue. His face would get all red, like he was getting revved up for something terrible. Order your pair of reverse beer goggles now. Call 555-GOGGLE. That's 555-G-O-G-G. And leave off the L and the E. Super easy to remember. (laughs) So there you go. That was amazing. Is it okay that we did that without you? (laughs) (laughs) I think the testimonials from other people is... um, I had no idea there was such an impact, but yeah. uh, it's. I guess it's important that we address it. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I got to tell you, it is tough to get you into this office without losing my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for being a part of that. Yeah, we got, <laughs> which I wasn't. <laughs> American media export. Wiggins America. Uh, more Wiggins America right around the corner. Hey, once again, not too much time, but wanted to play this clip from the CEO of Pfizer. Now, this is from 2018. So fact checkers are are reminding me of that. They're saying, well, this isn't about COVID. This is from 2018. Okay, well, here's the clip. This is the CEO of Pfizer. It is a basically biological chip that it is in the tablet. And once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, sends a signal that you took the tablet. So imagine the applications of that, uh, compliance, uh, the insurance companies to know that the medicines that patients should take, they do take them. Uh, it is uh, fascinating what happens in, in uh, this field. We're developing the technology to know whether or not you took your medicine. But don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about that. No big deal. And it's not as if Pfizer's been in the news lately or people have been questioning the motives of Pfizer and working with the FDA and the NIH and every other agency. And nobody's wondering whether anybody else's palms are greasy or not. Don't worry about it. See you next week. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 